Hello and welcome back to another episode of Teacher Let Your Light Shine. I know what it feels like to start a business and wonder all about how I market, where I start, my branding, my logo, the name, oh my goodness, the colors. What about social media platforms? There's so much to consider when you're starting your business and we have such a treat for you today. You may have seen her if you're in our Facebook group, Mrs. Madison Ansel from Mad Digital Management. It is about time we put a voice with a name. She is here today to just shower us. I mean, literally shower us with so many great tips and strategies. She talks about consistency when it comes to presenting yourself in social media aspects and on platforms. She tells us the platforms that she recommends and why she would recommend them. We talk all things business page versus business group. And how does social media really benefit a small business? You are in the midst of maybe creating your summer camp, your learning pod, your micro school, your tutoring business. And you may be wondering, How much can this really benefit me? And are there some strategies? Yes, we talk about strategies today, a plan, getting yourself organized to where it's not so consuming. And you're going to love this. We give you some very easy first steps Madison recommends when it comes to getting started and building a brand and marketing your business. I pray that you love this episode because it was my joy to bring this your way. And do not forget that we only have seven days left until our educational marketing series kicks off. It's a five-week program dedicated to helping you market Advertise for your students, whatever business you have. There are some foundational components when it comes to word of mouth marketing, social media, having launches, and you're going to be in an accountability group for three months. That's May, June, July, where we are going to encourage you, empower you, hammer in on all of the details, share how we're getting our students, celebrate success, and Madison will be there with us. Head on over to www teachersletyourlightshine.com slash group coaching. If you did not get your biz bundle, which has all of the documents that you need to finally start building your business, marketing, advertising, handbook, contract, introductory packet, enrollment forms, it's all there for you. We've done the heavy lifting. You don't have to worry about that time-consuming part. Then you will be able to join us in our educational marketing series where we just pour into you literally giving you everything that you need in order to get out there and get those students. So if you were not a part of getting the business bundle, the educational marketing series includes that for you. So you're not only going to have all of the documents that you need to get started, but you're also going to have a wonderful group of people to help you grow your business and cheer you on, plus give incredible tactical information to help you enroll your students. For all of the goodies, again, head on over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash group coaching. Now, without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, 
you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Madison, welcome to the Teacher Let Your Light Shine show. It has been a long time waiting. You are my sidekick here at Teacher Let Your Light Shine. You have played an instrumental part in our Facebook group. You know all of our members, and it is so great to finally put a voice to your name and to your face. So welcome to the show, Madison. Thank you so much, Mackenzie, for having me. I'm really, really happy to be here. Oh, it is such a pleasure, Madison. You have helped so much in Teacher Let Your Light Shine. You have helped in numerous ways for the members of our group. So I know that it is such a pleasure for them to be able to finally know more about you. And just to start us off, I would like to definitely share with our audience the instrumental role specifically and how you have helped teacher let your light shine and how that has actually bled into our micro school lighthouse learning. (laughs) And I'm so excited because you are actually going to be with us during our educational marketing series coming up. I cannot wait for that too. (laughs) It's going to be great. And I just am so grateful. I think one message that I want to send out to all of the teachers and the parents who are thinking of building a business or have already started just the importance of not working solo. We work together so well and just having someone to bounce ideas off with, it's been very instrumental. You know, you have helped me not only in teacher light your light shine, like I said, but also in operating my micro school. You just recently built the website. (laughs) Yeah. That was so beautiful. You guys got to check it out. It's www.lighthouselearningmicroschool.com. She did such a beautiful job. All of the beautiful graphics that you see for teacher light your light shine have been packaged and beautified by Madison. (laughs) She also helps with majority of our social media posts in teacher light your light shine. Now this is separate than lighthouse learning, but you have helped me in our graphics with lighthouse learning specifically for enrollment. Mm -hmm. And that has been absolutely beautiful. Now with teacher light your light shine, you have also helped me organize my social media because running two businesses can be, can be a lot. Mm -hmm. when you're trying to tap, you know, tackle Instagram and Facebook and business pages and groups. So I'm so grateful for that. And I just would love for you to share your background, your current role and, and how you help others. Well, (laughs) again, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. It's so, um, 
inspirational to me to be able to be a part of something and I can see it growing as it's happening. You know, Lighthouse Learning is, is a beast you, you tackled all on your own. It came from your mind and your heart. And so to come on for Teacher Let Your Light Shine and see the podcast grow and our social media grow and our group, it's just seeing real people be affected by our real efforts. It's just, it's crazy too. And, and that's just something that I'm grateful for every day because it, you know, as a teacher, I'm sure when you see the kids and they're happy and they're excited, you see in real time, the impact you're making. And I feel that way with our, our growth online. It's just, it's really great. So yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing <laughs> that. And you've played, played such a wonderful role in that as well. So thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, in terms of my background, uh, academically, I graduated from the university of central Florida in 2021. So coming up on a year, I graduated with a bachelor's degree in entertainment management. So a little bit different than what I'm doing now, but I kind of had to shift where I was going to go in my life with my career because right before I graduated back in 2020, as we all know, a pandemic hit and the entertainment and event industry kind of disappeared for the time being. And I really needed to find a way to reinvent myself while still doing something that I was good at and that I was passionate about. And I did take classes on social media and digital marketing. And so I really just focused and honed in on those classes and what I learned from that. And I really developed it over the pandemic. I started working um, with my dad. He has a business and a podcast as well. And I really got to grow with him over two years. And um, those opportunities with him have been able uh, to give me more. Like I have friends and peers now. I, I've really grown in terms of who I've been able to make content for. And of course, I met you through my mom who worked with you in public school and now works with you for Lighthouse Learning. So my network has just been growing and it's been so great to have the chance to meet you and work with you. And I know I just met you <laughs> in person for the first time a couple of weeks ago because we've been working together for months virtually. And it was, I was so happy to meet you. It was crazy. I like know. Obviously it was so great. <laughs> right. But yeah, so that, that's how I'm here now. Um, doing digital management things. And I'm just inspired every day by you and the teachers that listen to the podcast and interact with us on social media. And it kind of, you know, it, it puts a whole new meaning behind the graphics and things I'm able to make because it's a message. It's your message that I'm delivering. And it's great to be a part of that. Oh, that's so beautiful. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for sharing your background. And yes, Madison's mother, Mrs. Ansel works at Lighthouse Learning. She was my assistant as an instructional coach at an elementary school. And then I started Lighthouse Learning. And then the second year I brought her mother on and they are for the record, the only two people who call me Mac. <laughs> really? You both call me back. Yeah. I didn't so even that know is, that. That is a fun little uh little <laughs> insert there. But you know, I want to I want to touch base on what you said with how you had to reinvent yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what our teachers are doing and what our parents are doing. I think mm. and believe that after the pandemic, we all felt this shuffle. Mm -hmm. where we had an opportunity to reinvent ourselves, but we didn't know quite how we were going to do it. And I love how you touched base with when you reinvented yourself, you really reflected on what you were passionate about and how you could utilize those services. And I believe that's exactly 
how our parents and teachers feel mm-hmm. who are sitting here listening to this. Like they get an opportunity. How beautiful is it, Madison? You could have went and worked anywhere, but you had just graduated from college and you were thinking, I need to do something with my gifts and talents. I know I could go work for somebody, but I feel as if I have something like some foundation here that I can build upon. And I think that's what we all need to hear is even at, you know, your age of just starting college, not many people will graduate college and go, I'm going to start a business. A lot of times they will try to internship somewhere or go through, you know, whatever it may be and getting a career, but you decided to hone in on what you were passionate about. And I didn't even go into working with my dad thinking I'm going to start a business for myself. And that also might be something that parents and teachers, when you think about what you love to do, which is teaching. And for me was working like digital marketing and designing graphics. I wasn't thinking I'm going to start a business. I'm going into this to start a business. I just wanted to do what I love and be able to support myself while doing it. And it kind of turned into this thing where I realized it just makes sense to kind of turn it into a business because then I can better keep track of things. And in terms of like legalities and all that, sometimes that's just the best way to go. Um, I'm like looking into starting my own LLC just as my myself. And I never, ever would have thought that that was the future for me, but it's just, you just learn so much along the way you learn by doing. And as you're getting into it and you're making connections and and you're continuing to get better at what you do, you realize, I guess I kind of am a business owner. And it's kind of cool because it's like, it makes it more approachable as a topic. Mm. And it's like, it's not just something that only business people can do. Like you can just do it as who you are. Um, and it's just not as intimidating as, as we think it is, you know, that's so true. And I think that many parents and teachers resonate with you. Whenever you say I was able to do what I love and Mm -hmm. support myself, but I never really realized that I could actually turn it into a business. Hello. (laughs) And that's where we are right now. So Madison, I know that many people who are starting a business, a small business, Mm -hmm. which is our audience, when it comes to starting a small business, what are the must haves when it comes to branding, we're going to start there before we even move into social media, mm-hmm. just the basics. What are the must haves when you start a small business? So speaking from my experience, I would have to say branding is so important, but it's also like, what does that mean? It basically is how you represent your service. Your brand is what people identify you as, right? So that's talking about colors. That's talking about your theme. That's talking about your logo. All of the visuals and the feelings that are tied to how you advertise and market yourself. Like for us with Teacher Let Your Light Shine, we've got this very specific shade of pink that was developed in your logo. And that's integrated in a lot of what we put out on social media and in our emails because we're trying to kind of, make people think when they see that pink, think of us. And that's how you kind of get into that subliminal messaging. It's how you get color association with your brain. And that's how you work with brand recognition, how you get to people and you connect with them and you make them think of you with those little kinds of things like color, something so simple, you know, like when you think of the color red and you're trying to think of a brand, several brands will come to mind when you think of the color red, but they don't, they don't have the the name red in their business, right? Like I think of target, Target is a big red logo. 
And just by having the color be so prominent in my mind with their logo, I'm already thinking, well, I needed to go shopping. I saw someone wearing a red shirt and now I think I should go to Target. And it sounds so (laughs) crazy, but it's, that's just how it works, right? It's just those simple little things in our minds, just associating colors with, with ideas and with businesses. It's, it's a really simple and easy way to kind of start out becoming known in your community and online. Oh, that is so good. I mean, Madison, many of us teachers, we don't even, we never knew that. I mean, if there (laughs) are some teachers who knew that kudos to you, but just thinking, even whenever I made my lighthouse learning logo, I had a teacher friend make it for me, like super, super quickly. She had told me, you know, pay attention to these colors. And I'm thinking, Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Then when I met you (laughs) and you said, now this isn't the right pink and this isn't the right yellow. And I'm like, does it really matter? (laughs) And now I totally understand. And it just makes everything so cohesive. And that brain color association is so good. So Keeping in mind your branding colors for your school is very important. That's great. And what about a logo? Well, in terms of a logo, it's, it's important that you think about what makes you and your school unique, because when you think of a school for a logo, if you want to go very basic, you're thinking of like a a building of a school, right? But you don't want your logo to just be a little school building. Cause what does that say about you and the value that you provide? You know, like for example, your school associating a lighthouse with your school and education, there's a lot of symbolism there in terms of like peeking out through the fog and finding the answers and, and learning and, and, and going through the darkness and things like that. It's also of course, religious, which, which ties into a lot about shining your light, which also ties into the name of your business. Like there's so much, behind the way that you display yourself. If you think about um, things that represent other things, I think it helps tie in, like again, with the lighthouse, um, going beyond just a building or a book, something that doesn't really stand out because there's so many logos that already look like that. And that's not to say that you should be overwhelmed and thinking, oh, well, I wanted to do something like this. And that's definitely already been done before. Because at the end of the day, while the logo is important, your messaging and who you are and what you're selling is, is the thing that makes it unique. But it's still important to think about, you know, what am I selling? What are my values? What are the pillars of my school? How will I tie that into a visual and then have that visual be the logo that kind of represents your school? Hmm, very good. Yes. I know many teachers and just anyone, even my husband with this painting business, you feel as if you create this logo and it has to be the one, the only, the (laughs) lasting piece of, you know, what shows who you are. And sometimes it can trip us up because we are looking at perfection. And I totally agree with everything that you are saying, Madison. And I think that there is a lot of heart that goes into it, but at the end of the day, We have to make a decision, right? When it comes to a logo, when it comes to our colors and just go with it. That's what I had to do for lighthouse learning. That's what I had to do with teacher light your light shine. I didn't know if it was going to last me five years, 10 years, five months. I didn't know, but I at least started from somewhere. And I believe that that is a very important message for our teachers to take away. Absolutely. Yeah. When it comes to social media, what are, now we're going to switch over to social media. So we've got our brand, we've got our colors, we've got our theme, what it represents. We have our logo. Now we're going to move into social media. 
tell us what are the must-haves for a small business when it comes to social media? Well, the biggest must-have that I can think of that is one word that is so, so vital to creating a social media presence is consistency. The Mm. more you get yourself in front of people, the more they will be exposed to you, the more they will be thinking about you, the more you will kind of be in the back of their mind when they're doing other things because they keep seeing you over and over again. It's like when you hear a jingle on TV or you see a billboard on your street all the time, you can't help but just think about it because it's always in in your face, right? So consistency is important because it helps create a routine for your consumer and for your parents and and potential clients and, and families because we're creatures of routine, right? You know, we, we set our alarms typically at the same time every day and we have breakfast and then we go to work, we have lunch, dinner. And to include ourselves into that routine is important because if we add ourselves into their day, we become regular, we become a part of their day. And then it's not, who is that company? Why should I trust them? It's, oh, of course I know that company and love them because I see them all the time and I feel like I know them already. So you kind of become comfortable with the idea of, of this person or this this school getting to have the privilege of being with your child because you feel like you've already gotten to know so much about them just based on seeing them and hearing from them so much. Yes. And Madison, you know, I think it's very interesting that when I, when I asked you, what are the must-haves, you didn't just immediately go to a platform, Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. You immediately went into a strategy (laughs) which is consistency. And we're going to touch base. We're going to dive into that a little bit later on and into our conversation. But before we talk about the consistency, let it, let's go ahead and discuss the platforms platforms that you Mm -hmm. recommend and why those platforms. Well, for me, I think the platform is going to depend on the type of content that you're able to provide, as well as the, the demographic of person you're trying to reach. Each platform serves a different purpose and hosts a specific type of content. Like YouTube has videos, Instagram and Pinterest have photos and graphics. Facebook has videos and photos and graphics as well as text posts. But you have to think about why and when someone opens an app. Are they looking to educate themselves with like a YouTube tutorial? Are they looking to blow off steam after a long day and connect with friends and peers on Facebook? Are they looking to get creative and be inspired by looking at like new ideas on Pinterest? Like those are the kinds of things you have to think about when creating content for a specific social media platform, because you want to catch your target audience at the right time and in the right frame of mind. And that's going to depend on which platform you choose for what you're posting. So what about Instagram and Facebook? Do you feel as if majority of parents, when it comes to a teacher trying to build a school, do you feel those are the two biggest platforms that parents are on? Teachers can really begin marketing and getting students enrolled in their school. Absolutely. I think Facebook and Instagram are some of the most approachable social media Uh, platforms, meaning that, you know, the parents that you're trying to reach are probably not or may not be business owners themselves. They're just people looking to have fun on social media and connect with their friends and follow businesses they like so they can see their content. They're not looking to create content of their own. You're looking to be that content. So you have to go where they're going to be. And they're definitely on Facebook and Instagram. I mean, they are two of the largest platforms and they're also two of the most easily accessible. You know, they're free 
and you don't have to put in a lot of information. You don't have to be a seller to go on. You can just be an individual looking to connect and, and explore. And we use Facebook and Instagram for that exact reason. It's, it's very easy to reach a large uh, group of people. And with our demographic being very similar, if not the same demographic as the teachers who are looking to find parents for their schools, parents are on Facebook and they're on Instagram too. So if that's where they are, that's where you should be. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to definitely mention that social media, when it comes to advertising, it is one post to many people. Mm-hmm. So it's not going and knocking on a door and you are potentially seeing one person. It is one post or one knock, so to speak, on social media gets to many people. And so you're right when you say that it serves a large audience. It also is free. It is free advertising. (laughs) It's also a search engine for some people, Mm -hmm. you know, people will get on Facebook and they will Google or not Google. They will Facebook. (laughs) Golly. They'll search. They'll search how to, or not how to, they will search a specific school or private schools in that area or a group, so to speak, or they might be looking for another group of parents who are homeschooling or parents who are in private school or parents who are looking for other educational options. So that's a really good point. Mm -hmm. And then the other component that I wanted to hit home on with social media is just the fact that you are able to present yourself in a way where people can know you like you and trust you. So if I put out a yard sign or if I put out a brochure or a flyer and people can't go to a place such as Facebook or Instagram and really get to know me and what my vision is and my mission is, then it's hard for them to really know if they're going to like what I have to offer. And if they're going to trust me, because there is some social proof that goes on when you are trying to promote yourself in a way for people to enroll their students with you. We talked about one to many, it being free. And, you know, it is a digital age. Tell me what else would social media benefit a small business with? Well, of course, being free is the biggest thing right now. That doesn't mean it's, it doesn't cost time. That, of course, is still very, very valuable, which is why some people might choose to outsource and look to others for help with that. But at the end of the day, if you're just looking to start out and you're not interested too much in developing a strong brand and you're just trying to kind of dip your toes in and get out there and kind of just make a page so that you can check that off the list, you can just do it. There, there, there's no boundaries. There's no requirements you have to meet. You can just get out there and you can begin. And if you choose to use it as a place to market, you can do it from the comfort of your own home, on your own time, on your own terms, meeting people where they are. Because as we said before, we know people are on Facebook and Instagram. And for a lot of companies, finding where your consumer base is, is half the battle. But if you know they're on social media, you already know where they are. So you've already found them where they're at. Now you just have to start delivering content, you know? Oh my goodness. It's so good. I love how you said the comfort of your home (laughs) on your own time, on your own terms. Hello. Is that not exactly what we talk about with teach you let your light shine? We're all about just it being yours and not feeling as if you have to fit into a mold and do it a certain way. There are some really great strategies, however. Mm -hmm. And so I definitely want you to share with us the need for a strategy 
when you're using social media. And we talk about this, we're going to deep dive in this because you will be with us during our educational marketing series, Mm -hmm. which we're so pumped about. I know that you're going to share some extremely insightful information, but go ahead and because we're going to talk about strategizing in that educational marketing series so that teachers can enroll their students. Tell us why there needs to be a strategy. Well, as, as I said before, it's really important to be consistent. That is, it's a strategy in and of itself. And it is just, it rings true to so many things when it comes to being successful online. When you are consistent, you are being successful because that means they are seeing you. If they're seeing you over and over and over again, you're doing something right. The algorithm is clearly working in your favor and they are being presented with what the algorithm believes is something that they want or they need or that they've expressed similar interest in items like this or whatnot. When it comes to discussing a strategy and organizing things, before we even get into that, this is what I'll say to kind of take a bit of the stress away from the idea of, oh my gosh, I have to be like a strategist now. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. We like it to be not so consuming. It's hard enough to build a business as it is. And then you're trying to think of all these other little things and I got to have a strategy. So thank you for sharing that. Completely. I think about this a lot, especially with you. We, we talk all the time. We meet all the time for work and for teacher, let your light shine. And I, I just, as teachers and parents looking to market to teachers and parents, you already have such a unique advantage because advertisers are always trying to put themselves in the consumer's shoes. They're always trying to put themselves in the mind of their customer, but you're already living the life of your customer. As a parent, you understand the wants and the needs of a parent. You know what goes through a parent's mind, the cycle of their day, and the level of quality they're looking for when it comes to who will be lucky enough to get to educate their child. And as a teacher, you know, you know what it takes to run a classroom, right? And you're, you're there every day, all day with those kids. So you know how to represent a school authentically and in a way that will encourage and excite people to learn. You just have to have faith in yourself and trust that your knowledge has gotten you this far. And so you are able to take things to that next level and now take control of how you market yourself as a parent or a teacher, because truly you have the edge, you know what they're looking for because it's what you look for. If you just look in the mirror, you're basically looking at your ICA, which stands for ideal customer avatar. That's who you have to figure out. Who am I selling to? What do they do? What are their habits? What time of day are they online? What do they like to do? What kind of things will interest them? What will catch their eye? You just have to ask yourself because you're marketing to people who are just like you. And so you don't have to do market research. You don't have to ask people or interview people because you just have to look inside yourself and see what would work on me. You know, what, how could someone stand out to me? What about my perspective? Because it's their perspective, right? So it's just, it's a benefit to being a teacher or a parent selling to teachers or parents because you already, you already are one, you know? Oh my goodness, Madison. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. That is so deep and so real and enlightening, to be honest with you. I mean, (laughs) that ICA, what was it? Your ideal? Ideal customer avatar. That's like a term in the, in the industry. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I feel so fancy. Idea (laughs) 
ideal customer, customer avatar. avatar. Mm-hmm. That is so good. And whenever you said we're already looking as a parent or a teacher, we already know what we need in our students. It's not like we're out trying to sell tennis shoes right now. Exactly. You know, we are just showing up who we are, knowing what we want for our students, knowing what we need as teachers, knowing what we need our children to experience. So let's just relay that message out there. I do believe though, Madison, that there is some fear still behind it, you know, putting myself out there and just making that, oh my gosh, Hey world, this is what I'm doing. I understand how that felt. I definitely felt the same way. Whenever I put it out there that I was going to start a school, I was leaving public school. It was a lot. Mm -hmm. It was so heavy, but I also felt that because of social media, I was able to get so much more support and just kind of the troops riled up because I was able to share this with so many more people and it just built such a great community. Absolutely. And that's why it was so important for us to create a Facebook group. I'm not necessarily saying that that's for everybody. I think these teachers and parents who are listening, a Facebook page is the way to go because you're looking to kind of be open and market to everyone and make it super accessible. You don't want to have to put any boundaries on it or make it exclusive or separate. But for our business with Teacher Let Your Light Shine, we are looking to create a place where our community can gather, where your community can gather. And it's something that is so unique to you, um, the struggles of teachers who are leaving the public school system and starting their own businesses, all of the fear and the doubt that comes with that, being able to have a community of people who relate to your unique situation. It's really important, which is why I think, you know, not to tune our own horn or anything. Go ahead. I'm, toot, toot. I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy we have that group because even though we are not trying to enroll them into lighthouse learning, we're still giving them value by introducing them to people who are just like them. And that's, again, something that is so unique to the teacher and the parent experience, because you have a community with so many strangers just by being a teacher or being a parent. You don't have to know them. You don't have to know their life story. You know enough because you know that they've gone through at the base level the same steps that you went to, to either be a teacher or be a parent. And you start with that and you use that knowledge and that commonality to relate to them and to market to them and to get their attention and to make them feel safe and comfortable. And that's how you kind of get your foot in the door, so to speak. Yes. It is so much about belonging. And when I was tooting the horn, (laughs) I wasn't even tooting it for you and I, I'm tooting it for all of the incredible people in our Facebook group Mm -hmm. that show up and serve without me and you, right? They are there to welcome new people and to share incredible ideas and to encourage. And, you know, there are people who will share some moments where they're feeling down or they're feeling, you know, confused or they're feeling vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And we have people that swoop in and lift them back up. So for that, I'm tooting their horn. And, you know, I do want to make a very important discrepancy here that when we say starting a Facebook page, we're not talking about putting it on your personal page. 
-hmm. We're talking about starting a Facebook business page where the content can be shared to your personal page. And we do have a strategy for that. We want it to be shared to your personal page so that people can come over to your business page, but the business page is separate from your personal page. Yeah. It's just kind of like keeping your personal life one place and your business life another. And that's not to say that you can't be your authentic self on your business page, but you want to post pictures from events with your friends or, or the holidays or whatever. That's, that's what social media is for, for everybody. But you take it a step further by making a business page and, and you're really focused. You're, you're really honed in on marketing and sharing the content and, and celebrating your business and your value in your school. And there's a place for that. And that's the, the business page for sure. Yes. Okay. Now, Madison, let's do this. Tell us some easy, because we want to be so kind to our teachers. They're, they're going through so much trying to figure out, am I going to leave? Am I going to stay? How am I going to start this business? And my goodness, we've got so many people who are gung-ho. They're starting their school. Hallelujah. What are some easy first steps you would recommend to someone who's just getting started building a brand and marketing their first business? Well, this might sound silly, but my truest piece of advice, very, very first step is you have to make the account. You have to make the page. And that sounds so easy. But even for myself, when I was kind of toying with the idea of establishing myself as a brand and a business and putting myself out there, it felt intimidating just to make an Instagram account that I wasn't even going to be posting in yet. I was just going to reserve the username and then have it sit there until I was ready. But even that felt like such a commitment. And it's like, I'm committing to nobody but myself in that moment, but it's still, you just can't help but think of the future and all of the work and all of the stress and all the time it will take. But Once you kind of get over that very small first hurdle in that moment, it just becomes real. It becomes exciting. You realize it's actually that easy. It's actually that easy to just click post, you know, and not to sound like a cliche, but you will never know if you don't try. The the, the hardest part is just beginning. Once you do that, you're just doing what you're doing. You know, You're, you're just trying. No one can blame you for trying. If you are posting you're doing, you're doing well, you're doing the right thing. As long as you're putting in effort and you're, and you're putting out content that represents you well, you're doing what you need to do. Now strategies and, and digital managers and all that stuff is absolutely important. And I do believe comes into play, but if you're not even at the part where you, you know, have really established like a name or any kind of core values, but you're just kind of thinking, Oh, should I do it? Should I do it? I don't know. Just make, make the page. And don't even tell anybody, just make it and sit with that and see how it feels. Does it feel like, wow, I just, I, I have this moment of relief where my shoulders are, are not so tense. And I feel like, wow, this could be what I want it to be. This is how I, this is what I want to do with my future. I, and I know it in my gut, just based on that little moment, you know, and if, and if that's, that's what works for you and you take that step and you feel like, yes, this is confirmed what I want to do and how I feel then you get into it, right? You start reaching out to people if you want someone to make a logo. If you don't and you're like, oh, I don't, I'm not into that. I don't want to spend the money. I don't want to outsource. Just make something for yourself. People rebrand logos all the time. So many times, like, I mean, okay, maybe not Target. They've had the same bullseye forever. But I'll tell you what, 
people change logos all the time. They're always reinventing. I mean, Windows or Microsoft, hello, or Google. I mean, Google changes their logo every five, six years, but they're still recognizable because they've got the name behind it. And it's the quality of the service they provide that we associate with that logo. It doesn't really matter, right? So make yourself a logo, make yourself a little page, and then open up a Google doc or open up a, a notebook, a sheet of notebook paper, and just start writing out all the things you would want to see on your timeline, on your newsfeed, if you were looking to find a place for your kid to have education outside of the public school. If you were looking for a more personal connection and you wanted real high value and you wanted to know what can I get from this school that is so different from public school, you know it's incredibly different. All you have to do is tell them how different it is. You know what I mean? Mm, So good, Madison. I love how you also shared so many great motivational pieces right there that I think we all need just that pat on the back, that little push to get us into momentum and to take something that feels so big and daunting and breaking it down for us. We really, really do appreciate that. And also I definitely want to say that you were able to provide such tactical pieces of just implementation. And for that, you know, get out the Google doc, start writing out, make the logo, open up the account. I mean, it sounds like you said, it might sound silly, but no, I so get it. I mean, it's pick up the phone, call the person. All we have to do is just say yes. And just do the one, the first, the next step, the very first step. And then it leads to more and more. So thank you so much for sharing with that, sharing that with us. Now, Madison, how can you help all of us. I mean, hello, I will be the first to raise my hand and say, thank you, Madison, for helping me with all of the things that I have needed, especially for teacher, let your light shine. How can you help any of our other teacher or parents out there that need this type of assistance? Well, what I would want people to know is that beyond designing and writing and constructing and organizing and all of the technical, tactical stuff, as you said, beyond all of that, my goal is always to just take someone's dream or their unique perspective or, or their idea and just bring it to life. No one is going to shame you for not being a design master or uh, uh, someone who can create a website. It's like, that's not a part of the gig, right? You're a teacher. You want to teach kids. That's where your heart is. And my heart is in designing and helping people bring their ideas to life. Um, When someone comes to me with an idea that they don't really know how to execute, but they're like really confident in it. And they know it could be so good if only it could just become real. That's where I find my fulfillment. And I feel so rewarded when I'm able to help people make that vision become a reality. Because while the messaging is so vital and so important, most people don't realize if it's not delivered well, it, it might get overlooked. And, and that's so tough to hear, but we are so spoiled with how far we've come. We're in the year 2022 and our quality, uh, the quality of visuals, you know, that we see all the time, our standards are super high. You know, we're seeing HD this and we're seeing Blu-ray that and we're seeing all this stuff and it's always so, so beautiful. And your message can be powerful and meaningful, but if it's not delivered in the right context and with the right design, it it might not stand out against all of the content that we see on TV or on our phones or on the internet. And that's why I think it's so important to harness the tools of design and digital marketing, because once you get that taken care of, you can focus on what really matters to you, which is your skills and your gifts and the families that you want to impact, right? Um, I just... 
I, I feel so strongly about that because to me, it's not about making me shine. It's about helping others shine with, with what I have been given and with what I'm gifted, you know? Um, so just putting that out there to let people know it truly is about you for me, what you want, what, what your passions and ideas are. And I just feel so inspired to be lucky enough to help people kind of do that successfully so that they can focus on the other things, you know? Yes, Madison, you know, just as a side note, I will share that when I was starting my podcast, I didn't realize how much help I truly did need building a website and just even how to send out emails. And I give Madison the message and she wraps it up so beautifully for us and helps me send out those emails to our teacher, like your light shine audience. We are a partnership together. I can't do this by myself. And I'm not saying that every teacher needs to make it look like teacher, like your light shine. No, I don't do that for lighthouse learning, but I will say that when it was time for me to start enrolling students during this past year, you better believe, I don't know how to get on Canva and make a beautiful graphic. There are some teachers who know how to do that, but I don't, I'm going to spend two hours YouTubing how to do all of that. And now my brain bandwidth is gone. And now I've not made the graphic and I've not gotten any students enrolled. I've not put it out there. And then the next day I feel as if I've not made any progress. So I will say, I would rather spend you know, a, a reasonable amount of money for my time mm-hmm. and for my energy. I'm sorry, but it's so worth it to me. But tell me that five years ago. And I would be like, no, I'm a teacher and I can do this. And I got this. And I know how to run a classroom with 25, 30 kids. And I know how to do, I know how to multitask. I know how to learn new things. Not when you're trying to really build multiple parts of a bike or a business, you know, it's, it's just very consuming. And I just want to say that it is okay. If you need to spend a little bit of money to help you get what you need so that you can focus your efforts on what truly is going to move the needle and mm-hmm. you've got to build your school. Like you and have to do it. Even if it's not in me, you know, you have to realize you're investing in yourself when you're reaching out to somebody who could just kind of expedite the process for you. You're, you're pouring into yourself. It's just financially, you know, like it will come back to you. It just, it takes so much time again. And I'm speaking from your experience and all the conversations that we've had. I know that, you know, I've had to talk to you times. You're like, okay, so I need X, Y, and Z done. When can that be done by? And I'll explain all of the steps it takes to get that done. You're like, I didn't even know that. And I'm like, I know because there's so many little things that it takes sometimes, but at the end of the day, what matters is that your customers, they don't have to see that difficult process. They just see the beautiful end result. They see the design, they see your messaging and they see it put together. And that's really what sells them on your school and your value, you know? Absolutely. And I think that this is really important, you know, before we wrap up, I definitely want to say that I believe that I definitely came from a scarcity mindset. And I think a lot of us battle that and we don't even realize that we have a scarcity mindset in either outsourcing our, you know, time or whatever it is to someone else to get, to get something back in return. For an example, my husband used to say, honey, hire someone. So hires this person. I'd be like, I don't know about the money. I don't know if I'm going to be able to financially make it. And he would say, don't worry about it. Just do it. It's going to come back. You've got to get out of the scarcity mindset or just having 
knowing that what goes around comes around in a good way. Mm -hmm. So if I'm able to pour into you helping me and I've saved two hours that I can be with my children, cook a great family dinner, you know, I just won't go out to Chili's that week. Hello. (laughs) You know, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's really that, you know, I can just save some money on the back end by not doing something else so that I can gain so much more on the front end. And I, and I will, and I will say this, God has always provided. He has always provided. And there's been times where I've had to invest in myself and I was scared to death to do it, but he has always come back and he has provided. So I just want to give people out there who are starting a business. So like, Oh my gosh, I don't know. I want to pay for this, pay for this. You know, it takes the most energy at the very beginning to get a plane off of the ground. Once it's Mm -hmm. off the ground, it's good to go but just getting it off the ground. So just don't be too hard on yourself when you're trying to get this plane off the ground. And if you need to call on people to help you, Madison is an incredible resource. Teacher Light Your Light Shine community is an incredible resource. I mean, I wouldn't be where I was, where I am now, if it wasn't for all of the people that I've had help me along the way. So Madison, could you please share with share with everyone how they can connect with you. So if you would like to um, connect with me so we can chat about um, what you need and how I can help you, you can email me at maddigitalmgmt at gmail.com. You can also visit my website, maddigitalmanagement.com, where you can view my portfolio, read client reviews, uh, check out some of the packages I offer, or again, just strike up a conversation with me if you want. Um, I can design logos, graphics, make websites, create content for social media or emails. Really, if you want it done, just talk to me and I'll see if I can make it happen. But at the end of the day, my goal is to help deliver your message beautifully. Yes, and you do. And Madison is so easy to talk to. Just reach out to her. Definitely come into our Facebook group Mm -hmm. and connect with her there. I'm there <laughs> with her on her email, connect with her through her website. Go check out her website. Go check out. You've seen the teacher let your light shine website. That was done by Madison. You've seen, hopefully after this, you will see the lighthouse learning <laughs> website that was com- completed by Madison. And you don't have to have a website. Mm-hmm. However, if there's anything that you like that you see, Madison is definitely the girl to come to. I cannot take credit for that. No way, Jose. <laughs> and you're just so pleasant to be around Madison. We are just so grateful for you. It's been a pleasure and I want to have you back on. I, if you will have me, I will be back on. I would love to. <laughs> oh, but you'll also be in our educational marketing series. So we get That's to have true. you for five weeks. Hello. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Madison. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.